Howdy, it's Darren from the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast, and I've been asked by a few listeners to comment on the conflict, the war between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. And I wanted to take just a few quick minutes here to address this because I think it's it's important. Some of the questions I've been specifically asked are, what does this have to do with the end times in Scripture? And I think I would say everything and nothing let me explain. Going back in history, uh, there's a there's a long history of conflict between Israel and Palestine. I think we need to understand, or the Palestinians, that is, we need to understand a little bit of background before we jump into what this conflict is and how it might have to, anything to do with the end times. So, first of all, we have to understand that that Palestine is the name that of the province that was given to this land, the land of Israel, by the Romans. When Rome had had enough of uh, Jewish terrorism, the zealots, uh, everything that they were doing back in like the 60s AD, they renamed the province from Judea, which was another their word for Judah, renamed it from Judea to Palestine, which is their equivalent of Philistine or Philistia. So these are the arch nemesis, the arch rivals of of the Israelites, the Jews throughout their, their history in the Bible. And so the Romans named it Palestine just to stick their finger in the Jews' eyes for how much trouble they gave them. And that name has stuck to this day. It's been called Palestine to this day. Now, fast forward way into the future, mid-1800s, Jews start going back to the land of Israel. They go back to Palestine. They start buying land from the Arabs that live there. They start living together in relative harmony for a period of time. We come into post-World War I tensions in the Middle East, and in Israel uh, in particular, they start to rise. The British kind of make a bit of a mess of the whole situation and leave, and that leads to Israel's war for independence or the the Arab-Israeli war. And uh, Israel fights for their independence, and it ends up separating and kind of uh, dividing the land of Israel into Jewish-occupied territory and Palestinian-Arab-occupied territory. And they've been fighting that ever since. And there's been several wars and battles and skirmishes and just all sorts of things that have gone back and forth. But what has come about in the last 20, 30, 40 years is almost entirely all of the the, the wars and battles that have been waged in Israel between the Palestinian Arabs and and the Israeli Jews and lots of Israelis that, that aren't even necessarily Jews. There's, there's Palestinian Arabs who consider themselves Israelis as well. And so it's a complicated struggle, but it's almost entirely been terrorism. For the last 30, 40 years, every attack has been terroristic bombings, has been, you know, launching rockets indiscriminately into civilian territories in Israel has been truly horrific. And we've all watched the, and been horrified by what Hamas has been, has been doing. And Hamas is nothing more than a terrorist organization. They have no other goal, no end game here other than to kill as many Jews as possible. They're not trying to win land or do anything. And, and, and maybe that was some of their originally stated intentions or whatever, but none of that matters anymore. They're only about murdering Jews. 
That's, that's all that matters to them. And so there's a whole bunch of very complicated issues going on in Israel amongst the, the, the Palestinian Arabs of the West Bank, the Gaza Strip. And you've got these different organizations like Hamas, which is the terrorist organization that runs the Gaza Strip, Gaza City and the Gaza Strip, and Hezbollah, which is another terrorist organization that's in uh, Lebanon and, and, and attacking northern Israel. And, and, and really all of these groups, they're just there to create damage and destruction and chaos. They are really just chaos agents and they're chaos agents funded by primarily by the Iranian regime. And I look at all of this and I, I think to myself, I want to be, or I, I feel like I have to be like Isaiah in Isaiah chapter six, where he says, where he's before the Lord, he says, woe to me. I'm a man of unclean lips from a people of unclean lips. And as an American, I look at all of this conflict and I know that here in recent years, the United States has been funding Iran. We've been giving billions of dollars to Iran, which they have taken and funded Hezbollah and Hamas and their terrorist activities. And the United States funded them knowing that they have a history of funding these groups with no promise that they wouldn't, that they would stop funding these groups. So we have all, every it's it's like we know that they intend to fund these terrorist organizations and we have been giving Iran this money anyway. And so I I look at this and I I feel like I would stand before the Lord and say I'm a man myself of unclean hands from a people of unclean hands in the midst of this. So this isn't just some war somewhere else. This is this is close to home for me as well because all of this nonsense we we've, we've all been pulled into it, it seems. And so kind of back to what this has to do with the end times. And the everything part is that we know that the Antichrist, this is described in Daniel and Matthew in the book of Revelation, that the Antichrist is going to establish a peace treaty in Jerusalem, a peace treaty on behalf of Israel. And that peace treaty is going to be the line of demarcation of when the great tribulation, as Jesus described it, is going to begin. That peace tree will be the sign that the, the great tribulation is beginning. And so what should be lauded and heralded as, as this amazing feat that there's finally peace in the Middle East, it will be the opposite. It's going to be the beginning of, of the worst time in human history. Now, as believers, we're called to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in in Psalm 122. And so we want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but not this peace. We don't want this peace, not the peace brokered by the Antichrist. And so there's going to be this this conflict. And so the everything part of this here is this conflict has to do with the end times because it's just another link in the chain of people being sick and tired of there being constant conflict in the land of Israel, the land of Palestine. And wanting this to end, wanting it to stop. Whoever the players are and however this gets brokered, it's, it's again, one link in the chain moving toward that. And so every one of those links matters. And so this conflict is one of many already in the last 70 years. And there will be more. And so that's how it matters. That's what it has to do with the end times. 
But at the same time, it has nothing to do with the end times. This is not, we're not in the end times right now. This is not Armageddon. This is not whatever you want to call it. This is not the great tribulation. We're not there. But these are the things that move us toward that. And and we know we're not there because of just so many uh, biblical evidences and things like that. I mean, obviously, we don't have that peace deal. We don't have any of those things in place. So we know we're not there. And there's there's many things that that are precursors to that moment. And if you're interested in that, uh, go listen to my podcast series on the book of Revelation at 10weekbible.com where we go into detail of, of what that tribulation looks like and what leads up to it. All of the various things that go into that. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. And so this is not the end times. This is not the unraveling of the end times. But it is something that leads toward it. And so as a believer, as a Christian, I do want to do what David asks us to do in Psalm 122 and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I want to pray that that not just that Israeli Jews are are safe and that they have peace. I want to pray for their salvation. But I also want to pray for the Palestinians in Gaza, in the West Bank, and, and, and wherever else they are, because they need to know Jesus as well. And they need freedom. They need liberation from these terrorist organizations that control them. Hamas doesn't make the the, the Gaza Strip better for the people that are living there. We know that they've made it better for themselves, but they don't make it better for the people that live in the Gaza Strip. They make it a hell on earth for them. Israel, even just this week, they they said, I saw a statement, it's like, we don't hate you, talking to the Palestinians and talking to Moss, we don't hate you for killing our women and children. This might be something that, that they said recently. I just saw this quote come up. We don't hate you for killing our women and children, we hate you for forcing us to kill yours. We don't want this conflict. That's the, the point is they don't want this conflict. But there's there's so much demonic rage and hatred amongst these terrorist organizations against the Jews. And it's, it's it makes no sense other than it being demonic. And so again, in that way, it has everything to do with the end times, because we know that the rage of Satan will increase as we approach that. But again, right now, this is not the end times, but it is one moment in that march toward the end times. I do want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for the peace of Gaza, the peace of West Bank, for the peace of all of those people there. They need to know Jesus. And who doesn't want to live in peace? So join me as we pray for them right now. Lord, would you bring peace to Jerusalem, your eternal resting place, your eternal eternal throne, Jesus? Would you bring peace to that city right now? And would you free this land of these terrorists, Hamas, Hezbollah, Fatah, the Palestinian Liberation Organization? Would you free them from these terrorists? Would you open the eyes of the Jews and the Arab Palestinians in Israel who don't know you right now? Give them eternal freedom in Jesus' name. Amen.